0: Thing sucks.
1: It is correct opinions on wrestling's Wrestle Rant, where we come to drink and bitch about wrestling. In that order, I'm George. I'm Melissa. And uh, today we're not gonna be reviewing anything because we're just here to bitch. I'm here to bitch. First off, what are we drinking? What are you drinking?
0: Oh, I just dumped random shit into a cup.
1: Tell us about the random
0: shit. There's some um, watermelon vodka. There's some gin. There's some Grand Mornier. There's some <laughs> lime juice. Uh,
1: what do you call that cocktail?
0: Shit I dumped into a cup. Ooh. It's refreshing.
1: Um, what do you got? I have the uh, Kirin First Press. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Um, it's basically yellow fizz beer from Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really funny because, you know, if you were to hand me like a Bud Light or something... I mean, I'd probably drink it, but hit
0: the bell.
1: I'd, I'd be a snob about it.
0: Hit the bell. We're but, done. No,
1: hang on. We're... But if you give me, if you give me a yellow fizzy beer from a foreign country, oh. I'm gonna drink bell. it and think I'm being cultured, which is interesting.
0: Hit the bell. Hang
1: on. It's interesting because if you actually look at the label,
0: mm. these
1: beers aren't even really made in a foreign country, so it's all theater. Okay. The only one of them that is actually made in an asian country is Sapporo, and even that's coming from vietnam so i'm not sure what's japanese about it but it makes me feel better
0: you go on and on and yet you still sound so ignorant what are you talking about how do i sound ignorant how is Sapporo fucking japanese just because it's not made there doesn't mean i mean they came up with it there it's the it's their right, origins. but it's
1: not, but the it's it's just a repackage, yeah, it's using, a rebranding. They're
0: using the recipe from there, it's yeah, just made.
1: I wonder how the, closely that's being. All right, I don't know to. who
0: needs to hear this. Apparently, you need to hear this too. What you drink does not constitute a personality. Do you want me I to? I don't know who needs to hear this, but hey, if it's coffee, if it's fucking shitty beer, if it's wine, that's not a personality. What if
1: it's coffee and wine?
0: Oh, that's nasty. Um, that might be a personality. No, in the AM
1: and in the PM, but you know, like ooh, coffee in the morning, wine in the evening. You know that basic bitch thing.
0: No, what's that?
1: That's a that's a thing.
0: Okay, let's but, move on to wrestling. But do you is... want? Would
1: you rather me become a libertarian?
0: We did this fucking bit last week. Like, no one's to hear this again.
1: It's called a running gag.
0: Oh, okay. Let's get into the wrestling stuff. Let's do that. I feel like first we need to talk about, um, go over the people who were fired by w- WWE last week and uh, what they've been up to. Just was, a little checkup. They really
1: cleared house.
0: I mean, yeah. I I still find it surprising the people they got rid of. But, like, since then, we've had, like, interactions between Samoa Joe and CM Punk online. I don't know if anything will ever come from that. But it'd be cool if it did. <laughs> um, then we had other people who just, like, got on their Twitter. to so be like, oh, thank you, Vince McMahon. And thank you, WWE. The man for fired the-
1: you. Why are you simping?
0: Here's what I think is funny. Like, when people, like, oh, they thank Vince McMahon and they thank Triple H for the opportunity. It's like they didn't do it out of the fucking kindness of their heart. They thought they were gonna make money off your ass. And then, when you didn't make money for them based on their shitty ass booking, then they fucking threw you away.
1: And we discussed this before. Um, I don't know if we've discussed it on the air, but you and I have discussed it. Uh WWE as a company has zero fucking loyalty And I know most companies in America have zero fucking loyalty. And I shit on them, too. Exactly. But, you know, for WWE, it's like, don't think for a second that they value you as a talent or what you bring to the table. Look what they did to their long-term referees or their uh, long-term...
0: Backstage people. Yeah,
1: or their composer that they had from the 80s all the way through the best parts of the Attitude Era. I mean, if there's a great WWE entrance theme that you remember over the past 30 years, he probably made it. And when they were done milking that corpse dry, sorry, get the fuck out of here.
0: And I love that they say it's for budget cuts. Budget cuts! Bitch, you can't say budget cuts when you're making your highest profits ever. So, anyone who goes out there and goes, oh, thank you for the opportunity, Vince and Triple H. Like, they're some kind of fucking saint. No, you made the opportunity... It's you that did it, that made them hire you. What are you fucking thanking them for? They just wanted to use you up and throw you away.
1: And not only was it their, you know, best year ever financially, they literally just got another billion dollars not three months ago. I know, but yeah,
0: budget cuts.
1: You don't take in a billion dollars and then claim poverty, my guy. You don't do it.
0: Just like be honest if you just wanna be like, fuck it. We want it, the fucking stock prices to go up by point zero 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 one. So Are we fuck restructuring, you.
1: you know, you gotta use corporate words like restructuring and the efficiency of our operations and blah 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 blah. Like don't don't think budget cuts like you're fucking poor.
0: It's also hilarious to me that um Oh, shit, I forgot what I was gonna say. It's all hilarious to me. But I saw that um, Dave Meltzer was talking about how, like, some of the people might have maybe been let go because they didn't like their booking. Like, and they made this point on fucking Figure Four where it's like, so they tell them to grab the brass ring. They tell them, make your own opportunities. But if you don't fucking just go along with whatever the writers maybe have for you, then you're bitching and we gotta get rid of you?
1: Oh my god, WWE is just a fucking microcosm of the American economy.
0: It's ridiculous. Like, oh, if things aren't working out for you, it's your fault and you should do something about it. But if you do something about it, fuck you, get out. Yeah. Does anyone else find that hilarious? I mean, I guess it's it's the kind of hilarious that you laugh so you don't cry. Because it's so fucking pathetic.
1: <laughs> this is getting dark, man.
0: This, yeah. Yeah how most conversations with me go. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, who else is doing stuff? I saw that, like, um, Tucker's been saying some shit. Um, and, like, he has a story to tell, and I saw Jericho already invited him to be on the Jericho podcast. And, I mean, my initial thought was, Jericho, you fucking dog out there fucking trying to scoop up all this information, but, uh, I mean, I'll listen to it if he doesn't. I saw, um... Kalisto's already going back to his old name for the indies. Who else was there? Who else be doing shit? Fuck, I can't remember. So
1: I- immediately the, the thing that stood out to me was AEW should immediately make a play to get all of the women who were released.
0: That's oh, hold on. I forgot. I just remembered that point I was going to make. It's also hilarious to me, like, their excuses for getting rid of people. Like, people will, like, simp for WWE and be like, oh, they can't keep all this talent or whatever. Like, have you seen what goes on on Raw and SmackDown? It's the same fucking five people wrestling the same goddamn match. You're telling me they can't use more of their talent?
1: Tamina and Nia Jax still have fucking jobs. And in the case of Nia Jax, she <sighs> She's has legitimately champ. injured people... On multiple occasions, and they've done nothing to rectify that with her ass, but she still has a job.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. What were you going to say about picking up all the women?
1: They need to pick up all the women that were released. Um, Chelsea Green, the Iconics, and uh, Mickey James. Oh, hell yeah, Mickey James. Um, because AEW really could use that to pad out the division.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, instantly, I feel like all four of those are credible. Yeah. Um,
0: oh, and pe- uh, post getting let go, Mickey James, she seems to be pretty fucking happy about it. Of
1: course. I- I- unless you're in, like, the top position in WWE, you can't be happy there.
0: Yeah. And she put up a hilarious tweet that was that bit from that really good Simpsons episode where fucking Milhouse's dad gets fired from the Cracker Factory. yeah. And they're like, so that's all I get after 20 years? Like, let go and good luck? And the guy's like, I don't recall saying good luck. <laughs> that's like one of my favorite episodes ever, too. Did they
1: wish her well in her future endeavors?
0: Yeah, I mean, they somebody wrote it on the website, but you know, they just copy and paste it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's what's going on with that. And uh, we... Snap
1: up, Samoa Joe.
0: I mean, how could you not?
1: To me, out of everyone who got released, that is the top level get. That's my
0: favorite get. They
1: they need to pick him up. Could you imagine a Samoa Joe Kenny Omega rivalry?
0: I mean, I don't know how he's doing physically, but I feel like if you have a wrestling company, why wouldn't you pick him up for like fucking anything?
1: Yeah, and if he could, I just want him around. (laughs) If he could get cleared, that would be an amazing feud. That would definitely sell pay per views.
0: Yeah. Now, riding off that, let's talk about. I just want to talk about Raw real quick. Okay. I know you haven't watched a Raw recap, but I watched the recap. And, uh, I just quickly, it's just something I'm so fucking irritated by. It's like, okay, Raw has had some of the fucking worst episodes in history. And the one on Monday was fucking atrocious, but just you know a fucking millimeter less atrocious mm. than the week before so all these fucking reviewing fucking simps out there are like oh well, you know at least it's not as bad as it was before like isn't it so sad that they've dropped the bar so low that if it's if you don't want to kill yourself when you're watching it it was okay
1: here's, here's is
0: anyone else bothered by that
1: i'm definitely bothered by it here's how wrestling critics work if wrestling critics went into, say, food criticism, the way it would work is if they went into a restaurant and they were given a shit sandwich to eat and it had and it didn't have glass in it, mm. they'd say, you know what? The sandwich was still a little shitty, but at least I'm not chewing glass. Give it <laughs> an up. Um, and, and that's how it's done. They they are literally measuring the show against the shit sandwich with glass in it.
0: I can understand, like, them wanting to not completely kill it because their jobs depend on people watching it.
1: Well, then cover another thing. Cover... Like, you, you shouldn't be out there making excuses. And a lot of that is making excuses.
0: You know what's funny? I always say, like, whenever... Sometimes I... Because I'm some kind of masochist, I'll look at comment sections under wrestling posts on Instagram and shit... And people are always like, oh, you're WWE, you're AEW, we are locked in some eternal battle. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck decided this. <laughs> but. <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry, I was choking on my own bile. Um, but what I don't understand is, like, people always like, oh, AEW people love this anyway because they're marks or whatever. I love AEW, but I fucking will tear it apart if it's terrible. That's the I, basis
1: of our whole show. I
0: don't understand how anyone will fucking simp for anybody if it's terrible.
1: And everything on WWE is fucking terrible. A match might be good. Mm-hmm. More often than not, it's probably not. Because they have not. really
0: talented people.
1: But the storylines that get you to those matches are intentionally yeah. kept dull as fuck. Because they don't want anyone to become a star. Because they don't want anyone to have any leverage whatsoever over Vince.
0: God damn, that's a real catch-22, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you want them to make you money, but you don't want them to be so powerful that they fucking have leverage against you.
1: So you talk about efficiency. (laughs) They have made even all the fucking belts look alike. They're all just giant replicas of the WWE logo. Every single fucking one
0: of them. All right, we're getting off track now fucking shit yeah i mean i'll be interested to see what the ratings are for this raw because i know they were up a little bit last week because it was like post wrestlemania shit but like
1: wasn't that the worst uh, raw after mania ever supposedly
0: i mean that's a people said but uh y'all be interested to see what the ratings are considering last wednesday's dynamite at its highest rating pulled in a
1: 1.4 that's
0: wow oh shit it's getting close Vince man's probably pinching his scroat right now because i don't think he ever expected that to happen. what
1: does raw pull down now
0: well i don't know what it is at its highest but the average is like i don't know I think it actually got like to two million last week, but that was like a post WrestleMania thing. I mean, maybe it'll stay up, but uh, I don't think so. The shit is so boring. I don't know who would watch it. Okay, so moving on to other things, I just saw something interesting. The MLW is going to be on Vice. Isn't hmm. that strange? I feel like they saw how popular their wrestling series was. Um, what's that called?
1: Dark Side of the Ring.
0: Yeah, which is really good. But I think they saw that and they're like, oh, why not put Major League Wrestling mm. on our channel? So That'd be interesting. I, I don't know them...
1: much about them as a as a promotion, but...
0: I don't either. I just think it's interesting that, like, like, Vice really didn't give a shit about wrestling and was, like, iffy about the dark side. And they're like, ooh, that made us money, so... Now we like wrestling.
1: Yeah. I don't... I mean... Vice the I don't know how much like interplay they have with each other, but Vice the website is fucking garbage and has been for a minute. I know the TV. I haven't looked at it
0: in years. Yeah. Oh,
1: it's god awful. It's the That's most sad. clickbaity bullshit you could hope to read. Mm. Um, but I remember when the videos used to be good, like on YouTube, where they would travel to North Korea. That
0: was a long time ago. Yeah, that was and a long I, I don't a time know. ago. But um. Anything else to say about that?
1: I mean, I'm cautiously optimistic just because Dark Side of the Ring is so good, so let's see where it goes.
0: And then, well, it's not like they're producing the show. Right. And then, did you have anything to say about uh, being the elite this week?
1: Yeah, bored the shit out of me for the most what? part. I, I mean, these shows are...
0: I thought the Young Bucks were actually pretty funny on it, doing their bad guy deal. Yeah. And then we finally got Best Friends back on BTE. Hmm and yeah i thought it was actually better than it has been lately but no comment on bte
1: i mean not real i mean i'm i am coming around to the idea of the young bucks as bad guys
0: mhm
1: i just don't know why in a 20 minute show you pad that out with what felt like an eternity of recapping the match oh it's a nitpick
0: i don't like you oh <laughs> you dude. I don't like you or your opinions I shouldn't have even brought up BTE. I won't bring it up again
1: oh you should
0: alright then I have I watched Elevation and I took some notes and I'm gonna again
1: cause you're a fucking masochist
0: I actually Elevation's pretty good I'm gonna say some things and you didn't watch them so you can just react ignorantly okay I've
1: had just about enough of your shit
0: <laughs> okay so, first of all, I make a list of who I think is, like, getting a push from this, who they're, like, building up to do something on Dynamite. Right. And I base this on, like, you know, if they win and, like, if the is talking about their rankings and stuff, I feel like, okay, they're in for a push. hmm I got Hangman here. Good. Which, I cannot wait for the final reckoning of Hangman, like, coming after Kenny. I feel like that's gonna be, like, the best feud We have Britt Baker, but what was interesting is she had a match with Tesha Price, and Tesha got in a lot of offense, which I thought was surprising. Okay. We saw Orange Cassidy win a match in, like, three seconds, literally.
1: Who was he fighting? Some some jobber? He
0: was fighting Prince Kai, whose entrance was, like, ten times longer than the actual match. More than ten times, really. And then it seems like Best Friends are really getting their wins up now that Trent's back.
1: Good. Put the belts on Best Friends.
0: And also, um, I don't know if anyone else has noticed this at all, but does anyone else feel like there's a weird dynamic between Paul White and Tony Schiavone? Like, Paul will say something, like, a lot of the time trying to be funny, and Tony will just go, Okay. Like, he totally dismisses what he says. And multiple times during the show, Paul White made comments about how they're going to be best friends. And I was like, ooh, if you got to sit there talking about how you're going to be best friends, like... Who are you trying to convince? Do they, like, not like each other? Because I'm starting to get the feeling that Tony doesn't like Paul White.
1: They got beef from WCW days or something? I don't
0: know, but I, I feel like the dynamic is sort of weird. So then we have a sit-down with the acclaimed Paul okay. White. Paul White, uh, good on commentary, not the best interviewer. But he's sound the acclaimed. And here's what I didn't know. Anthony Bowens, number one, is openly gay. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was super interesting. Because, like, what a scary field to go into as an yeah. openly gay man. Uh, so his injury was a torn meniscus, which he was wrestling on. But, like, it's getting better. And apparently when they were on the indies... Max Caster and Anthony Bones, they were singles wrestlers, and Tony Khan made them a tag team.
1: Really?
0: Isn't that odd?
1: Yeah, actually.
0: I mean, maybe it's not if you're in the business, but to me it's like you just get put with someone, you know, like guess what, you're a tag team now. So that was a thing. There's a great Thunder Rosa match with Shauna Reed. Okay, now here's the thing. Here's something that I learned.
1: Okay. You, you prepped me for this a little bit, I think.
0: There is an Austin Gunn match.
1: Okay. I, I don't he, know how it goes. I know it involves Austin Gunn.
0: He wrestles Aaron Solo. Well. And I find out this little tidbit from commentary oh, which is God. so informative. And you have no idea, so this is a real reaction. Austin Gunn has a Solo hip hop album. That was just released. And I thought, that's a joke. So I looked it up. It's not a joke. And I feel like later... I haven't listened to it yet, but I feel like later we should give it a listen. (laughs) Apparently it's called... I think it's called, like, All Alone. Yeah, fucking... (laughs) Austin Gunn has a hip-hop album. Because I know, like, every time I see Austin Gunn, I'm like... That guy is so hip-hop. oh oh no I'm such an asshole oh now I feel bad for making fun of I was all into making fun of him and now that I have I'm like oh no I'm an asshole
1: you're too soft for this fucking show that is the most vile
0: (laughs) you haven't even listened to it yet I don't
1: give a shit Like it would have to be off the fucking charts
0: off the charts I thought you were going to say off the chain and I was going to backhand you
1: Mm-hmm. No, like the, the level of talent that he would have to display on that album
0: mm-hmm. to
1: justify one of the gun chuds doing a solo hip hop album. <sighs> it's not even like, oh, do you know he makes, uh, you know, pretty good beats for blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, no, even that would have been like, but at least even that's. At least there, it's like a skill. It's like a, uh, it's more engineering. But the... you
0: haven't. I mean, he might be a very come the skillful fuck up. rapper. How much
1: money do you want to bet?
0: <sighs>
1: what do you want to bet? I don't want to bet any money. No, because you... I don't
0: want to yeah. lose my knees. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um.
0: All right, let's move no, on. No, that. no, what? Well, what you have nothing to say about it?
1: Is is he touring? Is he signed?
0: He's working. He's busy. Yeah, but you don't have to be signed anymore. What, how old are you?
1: Old fucking social media exists.
0: You don't have to be signed to make an album. But uh, yeah. So wow. that's a thing. We're
1: gonna be we're gonna be covering this. Let, that's a that's a that's a special edition of Russell Rant, covering the fucking.
0: We'll cover that next Monday.
1: Uh, oh, I'm Tuesday. not committing to that. I don't know if I've got time in my life to...
0: I'll give it... A, I'll give it... A, do a, I'll a do, like, listen. the rest of the show. I'll fucking put it together, and you can just comment.
1: You know what? You think you could do this
0: by yourself? I don't want to. Oh. Well, then, shit up. <laughs> you could be replaced, though. I just don't want to do it alone.
1: Who are you going to replace me with?
0: I don't know. The fucking dog? I don't know. Maybe. All right. Moving on. So... Austin Gunn has a match with Aaron Solo, so it's kind of like, oh, the Nightmare Family versus the Factory. And uh, so they acknowledge, QT's out there, he's sitting on the stairs, which are on the stage. They do that thing where they move the, I guess that's his thing. And he's wearing the Tony Soprano shirt again. Jesus. And Tony Schiavone comments that he looks like Tony Soprano, And I'm like, so he did this on purpose. He's actually trying to be like Tony Soprano.
1: That's an interesting theory. I have a simpler one. What? They're all listening to correct opinions on wrestling. Holy
0: shit, you guys. I thought so.
1: We're available to consult.
0: Oh, my God. Our fees
1: are a a wee fee. Of what? A a wee fee. We'll We'll
0: We'll work on that.
1: Call our people that we do not have.
0: So, yeah, he's fucking Tony Soprano. And he's just sitting on the steps and he's watching the match just staring so creepily. And I just want to say, okay, so when QT first split from the Nightmare Family, I went, "Eh," But then when he did that little, you know, promo in the factory, I was like, okay, I'll see where this is going. But now that we acknowledge that he's actually trying to, like, be a Tony Soprano character. Um, I, uh...
1: No uh, one's here for that. No one's here for that. I
0: just think that's funny and not cool. See... It's not cool. It's,
1: you'll it's sh- odd. That's what I don't understand. Huh? You're an enigma because you'll shit on that, but somehow you feel bad about shitting on the gun chuds hip-hop album.
0: I know, but he's just a young boy. He's just a young boy trying to...
1: That's no excuse. Look at the fuck.
0: (laughs) We need to look at
1: him. Just look at him.
0: (laughs) Look at you. Yeah, well, I know what
1: the fuck I am. (laughs) I'm not out there on national fucking television trying to act like...
0: So, let me tell you about this segment backstage, and this will be important, because apparently on Dynamite this week, we have a Billy Gunn QT Marshall match. So this is important. So we go backstage after the match. Austin wins. Um oh, fuck, I can't remember if his song's name. I think it was more But he was asking Austin, like, you know, like what's going on with the nightmare family. And like Austin Gunn is practically crying, talking about he was raised to believe family's important.
1: That was a lie.
0: And this and that, which is so I mean, it was weird, but it also felt like okay, he's doing something here because he was like, he did seem like he was like almost crying, so he seemed insane and weird, but he was doing something. But then his dad comes in to interrupt and says, "I'll take it from here," because his boy's so upset. So Billy Gunn starts talking to the interviewer, and QT comes in and goes, "Oh, I never meant to like." Fucking do anything to you and Austin and Colton. Those they're like my boys, and Billy Gunn's all like, oh, you've lost the right to say that. This is. <laughs> I know. i already feel like I've been talking about this for fifteen minutes because it's so fucking weird and uninteresting. Yeah. So QT's all like, oh, you've lost the right to fucking even talk about my boys. So QT slaps him. <laughs> And that's the end of the segment. So now we're getting a QT Billy Gun match.
1: We're adding we've we've been adding this has come out in phases. Phase one was creating the factions. Phase two, now we're gonna have an abundance of daddy fights.
0: So many daddy fights. So many daddy issues on this oh, fucking man. on this fucking show. So yeah, that happened. Just so you all know. So when you're watching Dynamite on Wednesday and you go, why the fuck is this happening? Well, I just told you the story.
1: That's so fucking stupid. Oh, family. Uh, <clears throat> like can, We've I, talked about this before. What kind of fucking... I don't know what kind of house they fucking grew up in.
0: Fucking family storylines don't ever work for me. I don't care about your family. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: Some of y'all grew up not being told you were disappointments all the fucking time, <laughs> and it shows.
0: For real,
1: cowardass. So
0: whenever they use like the idea of family as like a fucking crux in the the storyline of like this is why you should be emotionally invested, doesn't really work for me, bud. And I'm sure mm-hmm. there's a lot of damaged people out there who fucking understand what we're talking about right we're now. We're talking about
1: wrestling fans too. I mean,
0: the most damaged of all fans. Right. Alright, so that fucking happened. So then we get to the main event. Okay. Which is the Seidal brothers and Danny Limelight, who I'm a huge fan of. He fucking kills it every week. Versus Kenny, Nakazawa, and the new guy Takeshita from okay. DDT Wrestling. Oh, and... he's from Japan.
1: Like from the Japanese promotion. Yeah. Okay.
0: And yeah, I told you last week that, like, when Kenny. Started DDT, like this guy took him in, he fed him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they go back. So, apparently, I don't know who all was in the match, but at the house show, there was a team that was Kenny and Takeshita and other people versus the Sidals and Death Triangle, and Kenny's team lost Ken- at the house match. I gotta
1: say, Kenny's just a big old tag team slut. Okay. I mean,. He's tagging with the Young Bucks. He's tagging with the Chiz Brothers. He's tagging with these people yeah, over Yeah, but it's not here. like they're
0: breaking up the tag teams or anything. He's just a little... He's just hanging out. He's making, he's making them fight for his affection.
1: More daddy issues! <laughs>
0: Fuck. So, they lost at the house show. I just thought that was a little backstory. So, the match starts, and it starts as, like, a fucking comedy match. Because Nakazawa has been, like, coming out in, like, khakis with, like a fucking headpiece phone to talk to Kenny. His handler. Yeah, and then they're both out there, so they both have on headsets and they're talking to each other and they're like 10 feet away from each other. So this goes on like so long that Tony Schiavone is like, I don't know what I'm watching here.
1: That was a shoot brother.
0: And uh, so it's like, you know, it starts out slow and like a comedy thing but it becomes a fucking battle. Okay. It's a great match. Fucking Danny and Lime like got a near fall on Kenny. Uh yeah, everyone in this match killed it. It was a great match. If you don't care about watching Elevation, just fast forward till the main event, cause this was a battle, and it was awesome. And you didn't watch it and you missed it. Don't you feel bad about yourself?
1: What? Did, <laughs> did they play a clip of the Gun Chuds rap album? <laughs>
0: You still stuck on that. <laughs> of course, he didn't play a goddamn clip. They don't want people to tune out.
1: No, that, um, that, yeah, I, I would watch that match. It was I wouldn't watch the two hours or whatever the fuck it was.
0: But Kenny's team won this time.
1: Of course, it was televised.
0: And I feel like maybe they're building some kind of, even though, like, Takeshita and Kenny were on the same team, it was a lot of, like, tag team work with Nakazawa and Kenny. Like, they were kind of ignoring Takeshita. Mm. So I don't know if they're sowing some further feud or match down the line, but I'm here for it. It was really good. Everybody was good in it. The Seidel brothers are good in it. Danny Limelight was good. It was just a great match. So go watch it.
1: I wouldn't mind seeing a trios title being introduced.
0: I think it's happening. Cause they've really like started using the word trios and stuff. I don't know if you've noticed, I but, haven't. but before it was just like, you know,
1: six man or whatever.
0: Yeah. But then like, uh, a couple months ago, I think, or maybe not even that long, they started saying trios match. Mm. This is a trios match. And I feel like the fact that they're like using that wording means they're building up to that. Yeah. So, any comments before we get into the preview of this week's AEW Dynamite?
1: I mean, that match sounds entertaining. And I would watch it. But I just wish they would cut down on the length of these shows.
0: Okay. I, I feel like
1: elevation I like
0: that you're like they should cut down the length of the show I don't watch.
1: Well, you know what? If it was an <laughs> Well, here's the thing. If it was maybe an hour each, I might yeah. watch them.
0: And I mean like it is so long that I don't end up watching them on Tuesday because I don't want to burn myself out on wrestling.
1: Like I would put on like an hour long show Yeah. While I eat or something, but to sit there for it it's sometimes it's more than two
0: hours. Last week it was two and a half hours. This one was an hour and a half, I think. Which, I mean, is an hour less, so. Improvement. Or they just moved all those matches to dark tonight. But, uh. I just don't I wh- can't watch both, guys. I
1: just don't know why your Jobber Show and your Jobber Show Plus is longer than your main show that everybody cares about. I don't know. Part. And here's the thing. Like, I saw that supposedly they're doing this they're filming all these matches and all this content because they want to try to get in on that licensing deal like wwe did
0: oh they want to be tent creators yeah
1: and so that's a red fucking flag
0: Mm.
1: and number two well
0: as long as it doesn't fuck up dynamite i'm fine with it
1: Yeah, but I I don't know. Like, I just put myself in a a position of, you know, a potential customer for something like that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, so you give me, you know, 15, 20% gold. And I got to take this slop over here with it to pad it out.
0: mean? It's not slop.
1: It seems like a lot of filler. I mean, let's be honest. Dark and to a lesser extent... I guess, Dark Elevation. Those are filler shows.
0: Well, here's something that I will say in defense of it. When you have a product that is supposed to be dependent on rankings... See, WWE doesn't have to do this because they just make whatever fucking match and then you watch it for fucking four months straight. Whereas in AEW, if you want someone to be pushed, you actually have to give them wins so they move up the ranking. So you do need to have more matches... Because you can't just go, oh, well, this person's wrestling this person because. And no one questions it. Because AEW said that they're based on rankings. So if a random person gets a shot, then people go, but what about the rankings? Which I get. But then you, you end up needing the filler.
1: They booked themselves into a corner by establishing that at the beginning before they knew what they were going to end up evolving into.
0: Here's why I'm not bothered by this. It's because if you do like watching all this then watch it it's on youtube if you don't want to watch it don't just watch dynamite
1: that's what it's I do. fine and you shit on me for it
0: well i just shit on you because we're doing a podcast and
1: that's you know shit, it's baby. better
0: me talking about it anyway because
1: oh why
0: because you've only got shit to say i got plenty to say yeah.
1: and when i do have things to say you just cut me off
0: well that's because you're talking about shit you don't know
1: I know about Japanese beer, and I was talking about that at the oh, beginning, and hell. you shut me up.
0: All right, let's talk about the full AEW Dynamite.
1: I make my case. Card. Rest my case. That's it.
0: Number one, we have. Oh, I don't. I say number one, but I don't know what order these are in on the night. Powerhouse Hobbs versus Christian Cage. Um, not super excited about this but i've been surprised in the past
1: christian to me at this point is a fucking geek they made him look like a geek
0: that's why i'm hoping with this like uh he ends up looking coming out looking strong
1: yeah it can't just be a win either it has to
0: be it needs to be something
1: yeah yeah
0: and we have billy gunn versus qt marshall that's
1: fucking kill me
0: (laughs) i'm gonna predict for that when some kind of brawl breaks out of course um we have rap battle. Oh hell no, god no. Fucking we have a sit down interview. Jim Ross is interviewing the Pinnacle.
1: That could be fun. That it could be
0: could entertaining. Be, I'm not sick of that might shit yet. might not be. That that one's a real 50/50 for me. Um we have Trent versus Penta
1: okay now you got me
0: I'm super excited about that that's awesome I'm actually interested to see who they have win that I don't know who they're going to have win that
1: maybe a D maybe a fuckery fuck finish
0: possibly a fuck finish we have Ricky Starks versus hangman
1: okay
0: I feel like they're really getting hangman ready for something something's brewing with hangman
1: yeah I'm not mad at that at all and oh that'll be fun
0: we have Darby Allen versus Jungle Boy for the TNT Championship. Ooh. And I guess I, I saw earlier this is like the, his fourth week in a row defending the belt. So, I mean, he's really doing it, but that boy's going to need a break.
1: I could see Jesus, them that match last
0: week The Jungle them. Boy? Yeah,
1: because they, they view Jungle Boy as a future star. So I could oh. easily see them trying to do that here.
0: Ooh, I like when there's a card and you, like, don't know who's going to win things.
1: And, again, part of the reason I don't fucking want to watch Dark for two, three hours. What? You know who's going to fucking win.
0: What, based on who they're pushing?
1: Just, just... Oh,
0: you mean on that show? Okay, I see what you're saying. either
1: it's going to be a jobber, or in the case of, like, the main event, you've got Kenny versus, you know, the fucking side owls, and it's like...
0: That was a great match, though.
1: It was a great match, but it's like, what are the stakes? I don't know.
0: But even when there's not stakes, there's a way of doing the matches where you think the other person might win. I've seen that in tons of matches where I'm like, you know who's going to win. But there are certain parts in the match where they get a near fall and you're like, oh god damn, for a second there I thought they were going to win. So you can't do a good match either way. Just like that main event. Like, you knew Kenny's team was going to win. But... There are a couple near falls where you're like, oh shit, for a second there, I thought they were going to do something. So, I see what you're saying, where it is mostly squash matches. The disparity
1: but, is just too great. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? That's all I have. <laughs> I don't know. Really, what do you want me to do about it? And then... Fix it. What I believe will probably be the main event, we have... Sheeta versus Conti for the AEW Women's Championship.
1: I, I know Sheeta's probably going to retain. I don't want her to retain. I
0: really want Ty to win. I feel like the women's division could use a little... Drop it. A little shake-up. Um, Yeah. So that'll be good, and I'm excited to watch this Wednesday.
1: Yeah, I think it'll be a decent show.
0: Anything else to add about wrestling?
1: Uh... You know... Um, you just
0: love to take up fucking dead air time, don't you?
1: I, I do, and I like to just suck the air out of the fucking room.
0: <laughs> Alright, that was the show.
1: It was a good show. That's
0: enough. You've had enough. I can tell. Um, so that Oh, was- I'll
1: talk for hours if you want to.
0: No, that's, that's a different podcast. This is WrestleRant.
1: Wrestle Rant. We-
0: oh, Also, I want to say something real quick. Okay, so... Some people are really mean when they're criticizing wrestling. I just want everyone to know these are our personal opinions. We're not hating on anybody.
1: I'm hating on some people. This is
0: all for fun. <laughs> it's
1: mostly fun.
0: And, uh, yeah, that's it.
1: I absolutely am hating on the idea of a gun rap album. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, it's got nothing to... What does that have to do with wrestling? <laughs> nothing, really. <laughs> Alright, that was the show... We'll be back um, after Dynamite to review that. Yeah. And, yeah, listen to that. Leave us some comments. Subscribe to our podcast. Why are you smiling? Because it sounds so desperate.
1: Just uh, the gun <laughs> rap <laughs> <Shut> up, album.
0: <laughs> All right, that's it. This was Russell WrestleRant. I'm Melissa. I'm George. Bye.
1: Bye-bye.